doop 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 boop 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 welcome to are they drunken there <laughs> i'm christina i'm emily and this is a podcast about food and some science and then today we're just going to be doing a shorty on shrimp that's right we thought it would be fun to do a shrimp episode on shrimp. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you're drinking something. What are you drinking? Oh, so um, Joe designed this drink the other night. It is Bombay with ginger beer and lime LaCroix. I don't know how he does it, but it's balanced so nice. I'm like, it tastes like a fancy drink, but it's actually pretty simple to make. And I'm like, I really like it because you got the good ginger beer that gives you a little bit of burn behind the ears. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what are you having? Um, I'm going basic and I just have wine. We were going to have wine tonight, except we had just moved into our, our new house here and I have not plugged in my wine fridge yet. It's still somewhere in the middle of the floor in my kitchen and I'm like, it'll make its way into the corner whenever I can actually move it over there. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Next time, I will have wine. So we wanted to do an episode on shrimp because Emily and I both really like shrimp and they're really high in protein and low in fat and calories. Um, But they also have some other nutrients in them, which are selenium, uh, choline, as well as vitamin B12. So I know there's some talk about how shrimp are high in cholesterol, but as long as you're not eating pounds upon pounds of shrimp every day, I think you're going to be pretty okay. I wish I could eat pound for pound of shrimp. They're good, but... It reminds me of when we used to get those peel and eat shrimp whenever we would go out. And that one time when you got shrimp at that restaurant. <laughs> How old was I? I must How have been like, I think I you were know. like, you were probably like eight, maybe. Oh my gosh. Emily used to really like popcorn shrimp, but then she switched to like peel and eat shrimp. We were all sitting at the restaurant and she's just like making this weird face. And she turns, she turns to my parents and she's like, I got hair now in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what? But she's like, I got hair now in my mouth. And, we're, and I'm like, oh, she's saying fingernail. I'm like, oh, she's got a piece of shrimp, like the outside of the peel of the peel and eat shrimp, like in her mouth. But she's like, it's a fingernail in my mouth. I am. I was a weird child. <laughs> so now, whenever I uh, eat peel and eat shrimp or like shrimp, and I get a piece of like the outside, the exoskeleton of the shrimp in my mouth, I'm like, ah, I got a fingernail in my mouth. And I did it to Joe one time when he made me shrimp, and he was just like, ew. And I was like, no. <laughs> so then I had to tell him the whole story. That I have a weird history with shrimp. I used to love shrimp cocktail and now I feel like it's the worst thing ever because I hate cold things that are not like pizza or ice cream. Everything else, I just don't like cold food for some reason. But anyway, so I was in Spain at one point and, you know, paella is like a big thing there. And I tried, I was like, I'm going to make it myself tonight instead of going out and spending a million dollars. So I went to the store and I got like shrimp to make in the paella and they only had like full on shrimp in the store. That means I had to behead them myself. Oh, and devein them. Well, I guess you you don't have to devein them, but I would say you should. 
when do you know that a shrimp is done? <laughs> ah, that's a good question because um, there's several things that happen when you cook a shrimp, right? So number one is the color changes, right? So when you buy a shrimp at the store, usually it's like this bluish color and it's kind of translucent. But when you cook it, it turns white and pink and it starts to curl up. So if you want to know when your shrimp is done, obviously you want to make sure that it is no longer translucent. So why does it turn white though? Great question. So (laughs) it's one of my favorite things, which I'm guessing that you probably can guess. But it has to do with proteins. Again, as we mentioned at the beginning of the um, episode, shrimps are shrimps. Shrimp are really shrimps. Shrimps are really high in protein, and um, when those proteins get heated, they denature. Uh, And denaturation means the proteins basically open up, and you can imagine like. If you have a bunch of small things, it's kind of easy to see around the small things. So it kind of makes it translucent. But as those things get bigger, they form like a thicker mesh. So you really can't see through them as much anymore. It's, that's kind of what I like to imagine it like. You can't see through it when everything's crossing over each other. So they start to turn white with this uh, protein denaturation. Um, and... That kind of protein denaturation also happens when you add acid because there's things that like a lot of people like ceviches and that happens like with a scallop or a shrimp ceviche as well. We also see a color change with the blue to the pink. So there is a carotenoid in shrimp and you know carotenoids are like beta carotene and those types of things that are orange but It's called astaxanthin, and that, when bound to proteins, which, again, shrimp are mostly protein, causes the blue color. So, and that is called crustocyanin, which is cool because I was like, oh, crust, like crustacean. And yeah, so, like, you know, blue crab and, like, uh, the lobsters sometimes Mm -hmm. are, like, bluish in color. So, yeah, blue lobsters. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is so neat. And then when it's cooked, the proteins unbind the astaxanthin and then you get uh, the like orangey pinkish color. So and the heat is what makes um, the astaxanthin unbind or. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So it's like astaxanthin and the protein are like BFFs. And then so I don't know. I'm going down (laughs) rabbit hole over here. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's more like like the the heat comes in and then the proteins push away the astaxanthin. They say, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> and then they turn pink and fall in love. Happy February, everyone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So that's what that was one of the things that I'm like, oh, with shrimp, that's really neat. You had mentioned earlier in the podcast that you actually de- uh, basically decapitated your shrimp, which that sounds like a real blast and a half. But have you ever deveined shrimp before? I have. But yeah. what is what is that thing? It's like you got to take out that black piece. Do we want to know what that is? Uh, probably not. But it's essentially <laughs> the intestinal tract of the shrimp. So if it were me, I mean, 
I would take that out just because I know that that's what it is. And now, unfortunately, you know what that is, listeners. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if you have the choice, I, I would take it out. Also, sometimes it's sandy in there, so you probably want to take it out. It reminds me of the playground back in elementary school. Ugh, I know, sand everywhere. But I can't lie. It just reminds me of my friend Matthew rolling around in the sand. He's probably one of the only people I know who enjoys sand that much. <laughs> but, Shout out to that. Yeah, he's the best. So yeah, so you you deveined and beheaded your shrimp. Um, oh. Yeah, so and apparently it's super flavorful. Like you have to like suck out the head from the shell. Like, that's how you eat it. <gasps> no, no, thank you. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would try it. I guess I would try it. But also, I'm like, now when I see it come out on a plate with the head on it, I'm more so annoyed th- at the fact that I'm like, I paid all this money because it's always the fancy restaurants that want to serve you the whole dang thing. And I'm like, I paid all this money for you to serve me something that I got to take the shell off of. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> okay, but I have a tip for that. I have a tip for that. So not necessarily okay. like the head part. But so what I do is I actually um, will take and this is this only applies when everything except for the tail is off. You actually can take your fork and um, put your the tines into the edge of the tail um, right before the little mm-hmm. like feathery pieces at the end. They're not feathers, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, so you put the, yeah, you put the tines of the fork right right there where that kind of split is. The flippers. Yeah, the flippers. <laughs> you take your knife and you make a, a thin um, cut along um, the part that is covering the meat. Um, and then you uh, you slide your knife into that slit and you cut straight down and then you kind of move the meat out of the out of the shell. So that has worked really well for me. And I, I call this my like polite way of eating shrimp because I don't want to like sit there at a fancy restaurant with my hands in my food. But mm-hmm. yeah, and if you have further questions or need a diagram, let us know. I'll post something on the website. I was like, you'll draw that because my drawing skills are probably pretty basic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do a video or something. Who knows? Oh, good, good idea. Good idea. <laughs> well, yeah, and then there's peel and eat shrimp where you have to like basically mm-hmm. wrestle with it. You grab it by the legs and you peel it oh, off. My and, God. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> everything's buttery you need 800 napkins like <laughs> oh, i was man. just looking at instant pot recipes though today and um there's one for like you apparently you can do the shrimp boil in like five minutes mm. in your instant pot yeah so I'll put oh that is on it the- pressure is it pressure cooked though because i'm like or is it just like boiled really quick because that's kind of cool i think it is pressure cooked um but i'll i'll put it on the website Yes. Um, What's really cool about shellfish and shrimp and stuff is that you can actually use the shells from the outside of the shrimp to make a really good seafood stock. So if you do get uncooked or anything like that, make sure if you're going to be making any kind of broth or anything like that, that you save those shells for some of the additional flavor. And with them being kind of hard, you don't have to worry about them going through uh, your strainer. So you can just like strain them right out afterwards and you have a really flavorful like seafood stock. That's something that I want to start employing a little bit more in my quote unquote seafood cooking. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that could be really nice. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and I never even think about it because a lot of times uh, 
Joe does a lot of like our uh, seafood day cooking because I'll be like making a risotto and he'll just like saute the shrimp up, which is really funny because again, he doesn't eat them, but he has become a master. That's probably why my favorite recipe for shrimp is the simplest thing ever. You like saute them with salt, pepper. And for me, I like red pepper flake. You can use whatever spices you want, but like in butter. And we'll usually get like the Jimongo shrimp from Costco. And Costco. Costco. Not sponsored. I know, unfortunately. But... <laughs> But we'll get the really big ones from Costco and then uh, defrost them in the refrigerator. And then he'll just sear both sides until they are completely white and a little bit curled. And then we have shrimp topping for basically anything. I know shrimp topping sounds like whip topping, but like (laughs) (laughs) to you, I was over here saying like, yeah, make anything a surf and turf. Yeah. Oh, and it's great. You can put them on salads because the... Just doing the salt and pepper and the red pepper flake, it kind of like gives it a little bit of kick, but otherwise, you know, spices wise, it can go with most any meal. So if you're like, well, I'll just make a bunch of them ahead of time. And then throughout the week, if you do like salad lunches, which I do pretty frequently before I used to eat like tons of cream cheese every day, which I was like, oh God, I really can't do that. And also eat a heavy lunch. So, (laughs) so it was really great when we would have that. What about you? What's your favorite shrimp recipe? So this was hard for me to decide because although this was not my number one choice, it was a very close second. So I'm going to talk about two things. I love grilled shrimp. Mm, Good choice. Yeah, like a shrimp kebab with some veggies, uh, just with some like light grill marks or not, but it just gets, it gets like the the slightest amount of crispy on the end. And it's just so, I don't know, salty and delicious. They squeeze a lime in there and uh, Mm -hmm. so good. But my actual favorite recipe, I think, and this is because I currently don't have a grill right now. uh, So I haven't been able to really grill my own shrimp. I only get them at restaurants, which are now closed for the most part. Um, I... Yeah, womp womp. <laughs> um, I love a good shrimp scampi. Um, mm, it's so easy too. to make. Yeah, and I use uh, wine in mine a lot of the time. <laughs> Surprise! Wine in the sauce and wine in the glass. <laughs> little bit for the pan, little bit for me. Glug glug. <laughs> But yeah, so a good shrimp scampi with some like linguine or something like that. So good. Cheesy and and lemony bread. So good. Oh, and um, since we're heading into this is like citrus season now. So it would be a good thing to make now for all of you who are whose mouths have started watering. Yeah, I, I, I too love shrimp scampi. And whenever I make shrimp scampi, I make Joe some chicken on the side so he can have his chicken <laughs> scampi. Whatever. So one of my favorite shrimp recipes, and I forgot about this until I was talking with mom about our episode earlier today. I was like, you know, the first thing that came to mind was just sauteed shrimp. And she's like, you always talk about, which is crazy because I literally do always talk about this. I know what you're going to talk about. These crab stuffed shrimp that (laughs) Vietnam made. And so we made them a long time ago and we made basically, okay, you know, you can't stuff a shrimp, but in my mind, that's what they were called, right? So basically you butterfly the shrimp, which means you like cut it along the back 
and then you stick this crab cake on top and then you drizzle butter on top so of course it was like five bajillion calories i'm like yeah shrimp are low in calories but just put a plat of butter on top it's great like no (laughs) but yeah they were really good I, you know, I was looking online. I'm like, maybe I could find the recipe, but I don't remember. We must have made these like six years ago, but I'll have to find something that's similar. But basically, if you make a crab cake recipe and you butterfly your shrimp and then you cook them in the oven with the crab cake on top, that's essentially what I had. So if you like crab cakes, you like shrimp. It was like the best foods all in one. We did like a, a cooking uh, class online with Sir Latab. This again, not sponsored. Just this is what we do with our lives because we yeah. like to cook and eat. And it was uh, really fun, but really, yeah, hilarious. it was really fun. Yes, it was, and it was also fun with all of the people, the other people too. But uh, yeah, so we made crab cake recipes. They're so expensive, but also okay. Well, when I was getting the ingredients, getting <laughs> the ingredients, first of all, none of like the cheaper grocery stores had any crab, so then I had to go to Whole Foods. And, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like walking around and I had to call them first because I was like, do you have crab? Because no one else does. And it was like a specific type. And I was like, ugh. so then $30 later, <gasps> I had one pound of crab meat. Welcome oh, to Seattle. No. Uh, yeah, that's awful. Ugh. I think Viv just it was, was like, it was I fun. got it from the store and she just like poured it out in a bowl because she already had hers ready because, you know, Florida, Florida, as mom Florida. Florida. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, um, of course this is a shrimp episode, but I really do love me some crab as well. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, speaking of this. Okay. So guys, I got to tell you, so <laughs> we were taking this <laughs> online cooking class and there were like these more seasoned individuals taking the class with us, which is great. Um, but they, a lot of them were like, you know, I already did everything for the class. So, like, what should I do? I guess I'll just sit here and listen. And I'm like, why did you have to announce that to all 50 people? Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the chef was obviously getting annoyed at them, which he was doing a pretty good job of keeping it together, which I was like, good for you, buddy. This one lady was like, so it was all, like, fresh ingredients, which is really cool. And But, like, this one lady was like... I didn't get any of the parsley. So I just used celery flake. And the you could tell the chef was like opposed to that. He was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> and he was like, thank you for that suggestion. And she's like, you're welcome. <laughs> it also didn't help that our chef was like very serious. He was like, told us all about how he studied at the French Culinary Institute, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he did, was time. very knowledgeable. Yes, he was very knowledgeable. But at the same time, it was like, it was definitely, he was not cut out to teach these <laughs> cooking no, classes for beginners. <laughs> it was so funny, though. It was so funny. And this uh. one lady was like, Hey, what if I add this other ingredient? Okay, so these recipes were very like cut and dry. And like these old ladies, obviously, older, I'm sorry, more seasoned ladies, um, were obviously like very used to being like home cooks, which of course I also like to experiment in the kitchen. But like when you're working with a chef with a recipe, he's like, okay, this is what we're making. This is the recipe for the, like, this is what we're making. And this lady's like, what if I use this? Because I decided that it would be good. And he's like, no, let's not do that. How about we don't? And, or 
<laughs> this one lady was like, can I put a tablespoon of cayenne in my, in my <laughs> crab cakes? And he's like, you know, I feel like that probably wouldn't be such a good idea. So it was really entertaining. So if you guys are looking for a little bit of extra entertainment, I really, really enjoyed that class. I just thought it was a real treat all around. It was a hoot. It really was a hoot. <laughs> yeah, if you and this is literally again, we're not sponsored. We just like everybody to have a good time. So we we highly suggest them. Yeah, and it's kind of fun because Emily was taking it with us, but she was in Seattle and it was really fun because like my mom and Emily and I were cooking together even though we weren't together, which I was really happy about. Yeah. And we were texting on the side and being like, ugh. <laughs> Was the other lady? There was another lady out there too who kept like not muting her microphone. Uh, that was the oh, best too. Speaking of which, I did that at the end. Mim unmuted us, and I was like, "Where's Emily? I can't see her anymore." <laughs> and then the chef was really pissed. He was like, "Hey, I feel like um people aren't muting their microphones, so can you mute?" And then I look at the screen, and I was like, "Mom, you didn't mute the microphone." <laughs> I thought we were still on mute. Oh, man. How embarrassing. Man, that's like when you're on a conference call and you do the same thing, especially when you're like, I don't know, especially in the great choir. (laughs) Yes, the great choir conference calls. Anyway, I think that's about it, right? We talked about our favorite recipes. That's our short, our shorty, our shrimpy episode. That's right. Our our shrimp sized episode. (laughs) (laughs) yeah well anyway i hope you enjoyed if you guys have any shrimp recipes that you want me and emily to try just send them over to us we love eating shrimp and then maybe one time we'll talk about them on an episode so let us know podcast famous oh yeah pod famous all right bye everybody oh yeah oh and like us and subscribe on uh, apple Podcasts or, or wherever you get spotify your instagram all of it. all the stuff okay bye have a drink on us but not on us